This time, on whatever we want, we talk about... Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Spoilers major, huge, big spoilers ahead. There are time codes down in the description. If you'd like to jump around to different points in the episode, we talk everything from the music selection to how this is actually a giant ad for DC. We're also joined by our good friend and Guardians of the Galaxy expert, Pat. Enjoy! Welcome back to whatever we want. We review content across all memes and media, movies, TV shows, video games, and beyond to give you the most interesting behind-the-scenes insights, storytelling techniques, all that jazz, and more. You go over everything from Disney, DC, Marvel, Pixar. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Boosh, here we are, main segment. But first, we got to introduce Pat. Pat, welcome back. Long-time friend of the podcast. How are you doing? Doing great. Just woke up, got a shower. I'm, I'm feeling refreshed. <laughs> De- decorated my room, as you can see, with the two <laughs> yeah. vinyls sitting on the shelf back there. So, you know, I'm taken seriously today. Yeah, for our audio listeners, when Pat joined, I thought he was in, like, some generic office corporate bathroom because he was blocking, like, his shelf behind him. So it's just, like, a white wall. And I thought – actually, I think the breaker behind you, I thought that was, like, yeah. a paper towel dispenser. That's why I thought it was, like <laughs> – like, at first glance, I was like, what? <laughs> Where are you? But No, no yeah. <laughs> I was telling them, I, I don't get, like – you know, LA is expensive. So I get like X amount of spending cash a month. So I'm like trying to budget how much I spend on decorations. So my room isn't fully decorated yet. It's just, it's kind of just white walls. That's very frugal of you. But until yeah. then, I'll just keep thinking you live in a bathroom in some <laughs> office. <laughs> but yeah, so Pat uh, is joining us for our Guardians episode because he is our resident Guardian expert. We had you on, I think the first time you were on was our first Araswa over 100 episodes ago when we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. And we were, we were going to have you on Guardians 2. I don't think we ever did Guardians 2 or got to that part in our Yeah, re-watch. actually, come to think I of it. Think yeah. so. I don't think you did. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not just saying that, like, oh, we never got there. Like, not like we didn't invite you. Like, we actually just didn't get there <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the rewatch. I think we just moved on to, like, Loki because I think that started coming out or something. <laughs> but yeah. So we all saw Guardians 3. That's what we're talking about. All right. So, what did you think overall, Pat, of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? I love it. I love okay. it. Okay. I thought that was like, an, ah, <laughs> didn't live up to the hype. I was like, what? <laughs> no, That's it was not what great. you texted me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just completely just, blindsided me. You. That would be so funny. <laughs> completely gaslighting you in the DMs. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought it was amazing. I, I love the Guardians. I saw the first one, I think, six times in theaters when it first wow. came out. And I was like, because my thing was, I wasn't like big into Marvel at that time. But I was a huge uh, WWE fan growing up. So oh, I saw like. So Dave Batista? Yeah. He was, like, he was like my favorite wrestler when I was growing up. So I saw he was in a movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, this would be awesome. Like, Dave Batista's going to act. And I saw yeah. it and was just blown away by just the sheer presentation of it. And I was like, well, yeah. I'm a Marvel guy now. And then, Interesting. Wow. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, who'd have thunk Dave Batista's the reason, like, I wore the Infinity Gauntlet to prom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's such an interesting cause and effect. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, I thought the music was excellent. I'm a big oh, yeah. oh, yeah. music and movies guy. Uh, and when it, Creep is one of my favorite songs. And when it opened with the acoustic I've been cover, singing that I was all like, morning. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, jiggling my seat. I got home, and my roommate was like, oh, how was the movie? And we have, like, a Google Home. So I was like, Google, play Creep acoustic cover. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, actually, I think I'm gonna do that as soon as this is done. I'm gonna go just jam the. Oh my God. I think the only one in the apartment right now. I'm just gonna blast it. Do it before I got on the call. Like it's, a, it's such a good cover, but yeah, Daniel, what did you think of it overall? I thought it was terrible. It was so, no, it was, it was amazing, <laughs> dude. It was oh man, because I I kept on like thinking back to Guardians two and like I 
Guardians 2 is okay. It wasn't necessarily my favorite Marvel movie. I really liked Guardians 2. I don't know what I thought you were it was, it was fun, but it was my favorite. But this one was, <laughs> it was such a different vibe. It felt so much more, not only like the original one in that sense, but like. Yeah, it was like raw emotion. Like the, it was just the, raw. The yeah, like, yeah, it was like raw. more just yeah. complete yeah. funny. This was like, we're wrapping it up and like, we're going to pull your heartstrings, you know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, dude, it was amazing in that sense. I think I was just thinking like overall, it's so interesting that like three, four years ago, James Gunn was fired from this. Like, yeah, true. Right. That's crazy. Like, what I would this have looked that. like? It would this have even come out had he not been rehired? Like, that would have been a completely different movie, completely different like narrative, just like outside the movie itself. Like, I think we'd be so upset. Like, if James Gunn didn't come back and do this, like, that's so crazy. How much has changed in like that time period? It's yeah. like we, we would have gotten a completely different movie, probably. Like, yeah, I, I like to think like what director could have even attempted doing like, like like picking it up. Like it, it was such a beloved franchise, you know. Yeah, but I think he's like the only one that has been like canceled, but then came back so strong. <laughs> I mean, people were always saying that like he's he's saving the MCU and now DCEU. So like. <laughs> is it the dceu what it, no no they change the name i think it's just the no. dcu now yeah dcu the coup yeah. the okay. coup no the thing. anyway but you know what i'm saying right like people are saying it all over now it's just like like this is just more proof to the pudding you know what i mean yeah i uh yeah. i just want to say going to this my experience i saw this in 3d and i didn't know i was seeing it in 3d like I, my roommates like scheduled the screening and they were like hey we're just gonna go to this one i was like i just need to see it thursday like or friday like i just need to see it before i record the podcast and they're like all right so they got thursday and i just like they i have amc stubs a list <laughs> weird flex <laughs> but um they like invited me through the app and i just like clicked accept and i didn't look at it and then when i walked in they're like I, they scanned my thing and they're like here's your 3d glasses and i was like oh okay and like i don't usually see movies in 3d and i was like all right cool it didn't really like change anything like i didn't really notice it except for like two instances it was um when they're drilling into the like fleshy planet and there's like bits of like flesh floating in space at that point i was like oh that's cool there's like they're like in different depth that's cool and <laughs> then the only other time was in the hallway fight which i want to deep dive into yeah it was uh when they went through the body i was like that was <laughs> sick 3d <laughs> i mean the body like, this is movies yeah <laughs> tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny we saw the fast x trailer um before this movie and like i'm not a fast and furious guy at all but like my roommate beside me michael was uh just he was like going like yeah fast and furious like just like as a joke because he's also not a fast and furious guy so then anytime anything hype happened for any other trailer or in the movie we would just go like yeah and like when that happened we were like yeah <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of the trailers i saw this on twitter last night somebody at their screening for guardians 3 they accidentally played the Transformers trailer with the little. I movie. saw. Yeah, I said that Jake said that to me, dude. I said that. It looked so hype. <laughs> it, was it was awesome. so dope, dude. Yeah, they, and like, like the timing was perfect. They overlaid. It was Transformers in which one was it? The Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Yeah, those two trailers yeah. like played at the same time. Playing. That's so freaking crazy. Oh I'm my gonna god. See that. Now I'm gonna be disappointed in both of those movies because they're not gonna be <laughs> that trailer. <laughs> like this is. Oh my god. Than both movies have done individually. Like, yeah. Honestly. It's exciting, yeah. All right, so I think we should dive into uh, some of the characters and just talk about yeah. some of the beats and, I don't know, bits for me. I mean, I feel like this was Rocket's raccoon's story. Rocket, mm -hmm. ch -ch raccoon. I, that was so, that was a, I love that moment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I loved how much they dived into him. Like, this was his movie, like, his origin. 
yeah, what did you guys think of Rocket's portrayal? I really liked it. I kind of thought it was uh, horrific, honestly. Yeah. Kind of. It, it reminded me of, like, Sid from Toy Story 1. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grew up and, like, went to space. It was it was super freaky. The bunny with, like, the little spider feet with the mouth. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it, like, sent chills down my spine. <laughs> I didn't like Don't that. Don't you mean floor? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was uh, horrifying. And... I thought, who's the guy who played the High Evolutionary? I keep forgetting his name. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'll look it up. Okay. He was surreal. He, uh, not surreal. Like, he wasn't necessarily... I am not even going to try to pronounce his name. It's Fair. a very <laughs> unique name. But, Fair. yeah, he, that actor. He I was remember he was peacemaker. a peacemaker. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was really good in mm. that, too. But I, I, he was very just, different, like, but yeah. Very, yeah. He wasn't necessarily, like, I don't want to say, like, a good villain, but... I saw like someone on Twitter it was like the way that he just like kind of like walks and would like move around was just mm-hmm. so yeah. off-putting and offsetting. Yeah. And like him like giving it his all to that character, it made him a very uh, interesting villain. But that's the thing with like the Guardians movies is that it's not like a villain focused, like good versus evil type thing. It's more right. like that's just the journey that the characters take and then the actual yeah. plot of the characters themselves developing. So very well said yeah Yeah. a lot of the time the guardians movies like the villains kind of get pushed to the back burner but he really like stood out for me in this one i love them agreed yeah really well said i completely agree i actually i wanted to do this later but we can talk about it now what i want you guys to rank the guardians villains i have my list because i was thinking about this but i want to hear what you guys say before i spoil quill's mom number one what Die! What are you? I know. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Oh my gosh! Why do you have to go and get cancer? I mean, come on. Oh my gosh! Wow. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh, sorry, that was my pocket. <laughs> I well, here's the thing. I love Kurt Russell. Is the problem? Yeah. I I'm a huge like Escape from New York fan. That's like one of my favorite movies. So I'm like, I kind of feel biased. But going one, two, three, High Evolutionary. Really. Wow. I really liked him, dude. I thought yeah. he was awesome. I I do. Oh, Ronan's so cool. I don't know, I think Ronan was knocked down a few pegs because the guy I work with is called Ronan and he's like a super <laughs> chill, nice guy. And that really <laughs> removed all of the intimidating oh, like wow. bits of Ronan. I'm like, no, that Ronan's a cool name. He just comes in the office one day with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got like when I got the job, I got a call. It's like, hey, this is Ronan. I'm like, what? Like, oh shoot! I don't have any. I don't have the power stone. <laughs> like pull up my blasters, call up my yeah. raccoon buddy. Like <laughs> you just walk in with a random like <laughs> diseased raccoon. Like all right, I'm ready. <laughs> you know what? On on second thought, there's one. Re- I'm I'm putting Ronan at number one, and there's there's a specific what? reason. Oh my gosh! When 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 the specific reason is when he's like about to destroy uh, Xandar. And then he just starts like Star Lord starts dancing. He's like, "Dance off, bro! Me and you." Uh, what's his name? Who plays him? Oh, the actor like in the blooper you're talking about? Yeah, it, it's it, not in the blooper, but the, the actor who plays Ronan. It's is it oh. Lee something? Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Yeah, yeah Lee Pace yeah. Who plays him. Just like looks at him and goes, com- "It's like a complete character shift for his line." He just goes, "What are you doing?" Like <laughs> yeah. it was just so goofy. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"I'm laughs> So but, that moment, uh, he's number one. <laughs> just for that, that was that was a great great bit of acting. I say Ronan, High Evolutionary, and then Ego. But that's that's nothing against my one wow. true love for Russell. Nothing that against for Russell is like almost the opposite of my list. Really, really? you're putting Ego first. I I think I'm putting. Okay, this is my thought process. I think 
Ronan is a great villain because he was the reason the Guardians of the Galaxy got together. But mm-hmm. he's like kind of a pussy because like Thanos just like steps on him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And and like I think the other two villains, High Evolutionary and Ego, had such a personal connection with the uh, Guardians that Ronan didn't have. But that was like fine for Ronan because that wasn't his purpose. His purpose was to get the team together. It would it would have been weird if like he was getting the team together and he was like Quill's dad. Like that that wouldn't have worked yeah. in that story. So I think, but I think the other two because they had the team was established and they had such personal connections with the heroes. Like it was that much more meaningful. So like I'm putting I have Ronan last just because of that i'm glad he got the team together but i think the emotional connections the other two villains had is elevating the other two and i had high evolutionary maybe if i sit with him more it might rise above ego but like ego's a planet dude that's sick like come on they're fighting a planet that's kurt russell and he turns into david hasselhoff (laughs) like what the heck you can't beat that (laughs) i forgot he turns into david hasselhoff yeah Yeah. honestly (laughs) yes that's my ranking (laughs) daniel Oh man, you're you guys are really dividing me now because you both have <laughs> such good logic. I was just originally siding with Pat. I'm like, guess that's that's all all right. I was, honestly, my logic was my logic was silly line made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that, it makes sense. <laughs> well, no, I, I would Daniel, Daniel, are you gonna agree with someone who has an apartment or is someone who's in, in a bathroom, bathroom in an office? Oh. Right now? I'm in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> in my finals. <laughs> He just brings the vinyls and like sits them on the toilet back there. <laughs> I read like the track list. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> just some light reading oh on, on the can. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I was actually gonna, I was thinking about it. I was gonna put the high evolutionary actually first. Okay. Um, and I feel like he kind of combines what you're both saying there, to where like he's not Rocket's dad, obviously, but he's like. You know, he's kind of his dad. He, he kind of is his dad in like a weird, weird, twisted, evil, maniacal way. But then at the same time, it really did. I feel like bring all the guardians together in this one in a way that we haven't seen before. And the first one is all about sacrifice. I mean, we saw the tropes of sacrifice that each guardian made uh, throughout the first film. In this one, it was similar but in a different way because it was more about. It's more about family, you know. <laughs> <laughs> For those, I don't know so, if we explain this to audio listeners. We're like smashing our hands together in like an X formation. I think I think that would have been really confusing if I didn't say it. Yeah, ah! true. <laughs> <laughs> that's what when uh, you make that noise. That's what's happening. But no, like it was, this was more about like understanding family, like what it means, right? And at the end of the day, I I think it was really just awesome to see how Rocket was able to also feel comfortable with himself as he's coming to terms with everything that's going on with his past and where he wanted to go in the future. Kind of, I thought something that like kind of supports your point. I, I, I've always been worried that like whenever a movie like does flashbacks that it's going to feel out of place. Like why didn't they bring this up in the first two movies? But this one did not feel out of place at all because in the first two movies, it's been a plot point that like rocket doesn't want to talk about his past because it's so traumatic. So now we're yeah. finally exploring that. It felt not like a, Oh, that's where this didn't come at. Can come up, it more felt like this is a huge payoff we've been waiting two movies for. So yeah, exactly. exactly. Highlights that in that sense. Yeah. In that case, second, I'm gonna be putting ego with Jake's logic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take that bathroom boy. And then Ronan, I'm sorry, you're a funny boy, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah. Okay. You got interesting. You're, you're also agree with Jake with him being a little puss boy getting stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. good though. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. served his purpose. All right, uh, let's dive into. Uh, we talked about Rocket a bit, and we'll, I mean, we'll talk about Rocket throughout the whole thing. Um, what yeah. else? Is there anything we wanted to talk about? 
with Rocket. I think it's just awesome how much James Gunn maybe care about these little CG creatures. Like, that was awesome. Ugh, freaking Lila. We do when, like, I mean, spoilers for this whole thing. We're going to put a spoiler warning in the beginning, but big spoiler. When Lila got shot in the back, Dude. I, didn't, I didn't see it coming, and I don't know why I didn't. Because I think in the trailer, there was that shot where, like, her and Rocket, like, hug. And I think I saw a breakdown where someone predicted that, like, it was them reuniting in the future. And so I just made that connection in my head, even though literally two shots before she got shot was that shot. And I recognized it was that shot. And I was like, oh yeah, th that's the hook shot. But I still in my head was like, they're gonna meet up later. They're gonna reunite. And then she got shot and I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's not supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> oh, it really got me. <laughs> no, I always knew she was gonna be dead. She was a goner from the get. I had I had the same, I had a mix thought process like both of you i was like in the same thought of jake like oh yeah like the hug shot we're still waiting on the hug shot as soon as i saw the hug i'm like oh, she's dead yeah she's dead yeah, yeah. fantastic storytelling yeah. that i care uh, about this Cardellini, otter doubling down with marvel double dick yeah dang oh, yeah but yeah no i knew she's gonna uh, be dead now i i didn't like log the hug shot like you guys did apparently but uh, uh -huh. It just made not only did it make sense for how they were doing it for the cinematic universe, but it's also plays in the Rockets' origins and the comics pretty short because like they they do escape. I don't think she gets shot in the back, but she does get like killed. And I think they also did that too in the Guardians game uh, as well. They like redid that in the Guardians uh, game. Yeah, she's yeah. dying. That's so yeah, really good game. Really good game. it's like she's Uncle she's Ben. Uncle ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's a very good game also. I haven't played it. I've seen like a lot of gameplay from it, but I just have not had the time to dive into it. Dude, what if really Uncle Ben it. came up in Rocket's like heaven scene when like Lila's there? <laughs> it's just it, it like she's like, and our friends are here too, and it's like teeth, uh, floor, and Uncle Ben is just beside <laughs> Who who would you want to play Uncle Ben? Oh my gosh. Well uh, who was, oh, wait, who, who's hmm. Marissa Tomei was Aunt May, so who would she Robert Downey Jr. I feel like John Hamm. Robert Downey John, Jr. Ooh, John Hamm. I think John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> um, John Hamm, I, yeah. It's solely because I just watched the Black Christmas episode of Black Mirror. What about all, Jason Sudeikis? Mm, mm. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> He's just Ted Lasso. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, Rocket, you're going to love it up here. <laughs> Who plays uh, Schmidt? Or that could be... In oh, wait, no. Wait, wait. What about um Jake Johnson? Like, because he plays the Spider-Man in Spider-Verse. Oh. That could be a cool connection, maybe. Yeah. That'd be wild. I don't know. That's the only connection they get to the uh, Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, just yeah. a spoiler for Into the Spider-Verse, or Across the <laughs> Spider-Verse Part 1. It's like, yeah, he actually dies in that. We're just, like, proactively letting oh you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jeez. It's, it'd be funny. It's like not even Jake Johnson. It's just like the act, his animated character yeah. just pops up. <laughs> but yeah. Did they ever explain why Rocket was the only creature that could like have pure invention? Like the only because they were like he's so special. He's the only one that has pure thought and like pure invention. That's why they need his brain. Did they ever explain like why he's the only one that has that? I just kind of assumed he was built different. Literally, like, you know, he's just I'm built he's different. Just him. He's just I'm him. Like, but to be fair, I don't think they really was a need to to explain it because like that's the whole point of the high evolution. Like they're trying to figure it out, so they can't explain it if they don't know. You know what I mean? Mm. So they just know that he can. So it's just like, I thought okay, there were a few like those like white coat scientist people kind of like glance at each other. Like maybe they did something when he was like some extra experiments, but maybe I misread that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can already imagine the uh, you know the scene in, in Guardians One 
um, mm-hmm. when Rocket like gets drunk and is like, I didn't ask to be torn apart and put back together over and over. And he like opens up. I can already like I think I've already started seeing like those angsty TikTok edits where they're like now cutting in footage from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, like <laughs> really sad. Audio? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh like in God. the corner it says like try with cap cut like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> try this template. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right, what did you we talked about Rocket a high evolutionary a bit. Uh oh, I also wanted to mention that like Star-Lord kept saying like it's not a trap, it's a face-off and the high evolutionary's face was ripped off, so it was a face-off. Haha. Ah. <laughs> I love face-off. Great movie with Nick Cage. Yeah. What if he took the mask off and it was just like John Travolta? Like <laughs> just <laughs> 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 I would have. I think I would have given this movie five stars if that happened. I, yeah. If they made a face-off reference, I would have lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What did you guys think of Earth Two? That whole thing, <laughs> or what was Counter Earth? That was it. <laughs> oh yeah, Counter Earth. It made me think of Earth Two from the one Spider-Man animated series, to where it was oh. kind of like that. It was a uh, Spider-Man Unlimited. Oh, I never finished that one. There's, it's like a, there's like a portal that opens up Jake, and then they're able to go to like another to earth two and like there actually i think they have the high evolutionary there as well actually it's a different version of them and oh, then sweet. he he's making all the different animal creatures so actually yeah it's a weird tangent there i never thought about Dang. Cool. So maybe I, I knew that that's why i said earth two i didn't misremember <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to spark that <laughs> yeah what did you think of earth of counter earth pat counter and earth. all that <laughs> i kind of thought counter earth was just like i didn't think like anything too special of it i thought it was a very uh interesting kind of inventive yeah setting to take place and oh, was that cgi that wasn't cgi that was practical for like all of the people right i think for most of the people, people yeah people. i think it looked pretty practical I think. it looked pretty yeah. practical and i like that that's it reminded me of a oh you guys seen the show it's on netflix i forget what it's called but it's a dating show where they get people in like that kind of makeup what and like they don't <laughs> want dates, what like like they, they don't know each other's first names. Like they know like the fox guy as fox and like the octopus uh-huh. woman is octopus. And they go on dates and they try to fall in love with each other, like just with personalities, oh. and then they take all the makeup off. Interesting. So I'm just watching it and I'm like, this is at the makeup team from that show yeah. absolutely like was on this. I'm imagining it's a case of Beauty and the Beast where like when, once it they turn back into like the human, they're like, Oh, like I kind of fell in love with this like kind of this octopus here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now you look like a dude. Like Whatever. go back, please go back. Yeah. Um, um, I, it was it was a very nostalgic kind of place though. I had like the very tail end of like the nineties two thousands vibe, you know, with, like uh-huh. all that kind of like grunge music and all that, and just yeah, like, oh yeah, the like wedding picture table. You know, yeah. I had like yeah. the tail end of that, so I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of my childhood a bit, like yeah. that, a nice suburban neighborhood. Right. Yeah, there were some funny moments like with the the car, the first F-bomb in the MCU. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> F-bomb too. Yeah. It was but, just so casually said. Yeah. It made me like think less of the high evolutionary because I'm like, he's trying to make the perfect society and he got like Jersey. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> just go to Newark, buddy. <laughs> that's, why he, that's why he blew it up, which is like freaking insane. Yeah, that's, honestly. That's, that's honestly, another point. That's, for the, the high evolutionary as like a higher villain. The only thing I agree with. That's what you agree with is that he blew up a planet, Daniel? Jersey. What? He oh. blew up Jersey. <laughs> Still. What if maybe just, they just, just landed in Jersey? There could be like some really nice places like <laughs> in other parts. Or just it's the whole planet is Jersey. <laughs> maybe we could say Ohio. I don't know. I feel like that means. Oh my gosh. You're just strong. 
alienating states. I'm sorry to any New Jerseyans I, or Ohioans. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like Jersey. I only the only thing I like about New Jersey is the Sopranos. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> great show. But yeah, I mean th- this whole planet and uh, him blowing it up just really kind of solidified the high evolutionaries. Like just does not care regard he views himself as a guy just playing with like yeah so many lives it's crazy and that's kind of like i love this about the villain like he wasn't winning really yeah. ever throughout the story he was just, yeah. he was losing and he was like screw it full nuclear we're, we're going yeah. all in and it was like i don't know i kind of like that like the villain was losing and just got desperate and it was yeah. more less about like the heroes versus the villains and more the heroes versus time like it was a nice yeah. change of- yeah yeah, because he's usually, I mean, not he, like, villains usually, I feel like, yeah, like, have a plan, and they've been planning for a while, and they're, like, I I think he, like, his plan, he's been implementing it and was, like, on track, but then, like, Rocket, he just got so tunnel-visioned, and kind of it kind of derailed him, and, like, mm-hmm. we saw that descent into madness, which is pretty cool. All right, let's jump into some other characters. So, we've got Star-Lord slash Peter Quill. I thought he was going to die at the end there when he went into space. Also, too. Um, Agreed. And I just realized that in every Guardians movie, he's been almost frozen in space. <laughs> Yeah, because like in the first one when he saves Gamora, the second one when he and Yondu go up into space, he like starts, and then in this one at the end here, <laughs> he's building up yeah, a resistance, when, you know? Yeah, yeah. When his face like exploded, I was like, yeah. "Oh, he's dead." I was like, yeah. "He's done." Yeah. I really thought they were gonna do like the full space death where his head actually goes like, <laughs> "Yeah." And I was like, "No, like that. That's too much." There was a bit of gore in this. Oh, movie. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I dug it. What happened to, like, his, his, like, face thing? That's what I heard someone say. Like, where... I, I was trying to think, like, maybe he just didn't have it on or gave it to someone else. Uh, I, I don't know. That's my favorite thing about him. I have no idea. I thought Rocket was going to die. Well, you just reminded me because I thought maybe he gave it to someone else. But, like, when Nebula was like, give me your calm thing. And, like, Tom Rocket Link? threw his calm oh, yeah. away. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, well... I better start getting ready. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised no one died, actually. Like, yeah. I mean, besides like that whole well, the Jersey planet, but like the main characters did. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, sorry. I just want to say this is a big uh, month for for Chris Pratt. This and Mario, like, dude, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Numbers. <laughs> I still haven't seen Mario. I need to go out and see it. What? Have you seen it, Pat? Yeah, it made me tear up because I'm a big Mario guy. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, when I got home, I played Mario Galaxy for, like, the first time since I was six. And I was like, this is Oh, wow. Nice, But we're not here to talk about Mario. Yeah. Talk about about another successful Chris Pratt movie. I I really liked how, like, Quill, this story was focused on him, like, dealing with losing Gamora. But Mm -hmm. it's, like, so interesting, like, that plot device where, like, she's she's back, but it's not her. Like, that's such a weird thing to to deal with in loss and it's a different version of her and i'm really glad they didn't just like fold gamora back into things and like they just like kind of did like like i think it worked in loki where they they caught him up to speed by like watching memories but i'm glad they didn't do that with gamora where they just like talked to her and then she was like oh yeah i bet you guys are cool i'll just be basically the same gamora like i'm glad they didn't do that and like that she resisted and i think it's cool that she found like a family within the ravagers like at the end when they like celebrate when she was back i was like oh she has found a family and that's what she wanted in both timelines. So that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. It was just so dope. It was like, you know, it felt real, not like the Hollywood happy ending that everyone always kind yeah. of clamors for. But it was like, it was a good proper ending. All the characters kind of went their separate ways. And, and yeah. 
and he's coming back. Star Lord's coming back. Apparently, I'm surprised. I don't know. That, I feel like that's gonna be like a Disney Plus short where it's like they were alluding to it, where he's like mowing the lawn. I want it to be a Disney Plus short where he's like. I, I actually like thought about this all. I was like, what would that look like? Like he's back on Earth. He has to mow the lawn. He's gonna be listening to modern music and be very upset yep. with how it's yeah. progressed. I want him just to be like raging at like and just be like an old man. Like music wasn't didn't used to be like this when I left Earth. And I'm also thinking like if he try, I want him to like try to get a real job. I, I've really thought about like this Disney Plus short, but like I want him to like try to get a real job, but like he just struggles because he has no like earth marketable skills for like normal jobs. And like no one knows he's in a he was like a Guardian of the Galaxy because he wasn't mm -hmm. in the Avengers. He, the only time he was on Earth was for Tony Stark's funeral and the endgame yeah. battle. So like no mm -hmm. one knows who he is. So he's just like a normal guy. And they'll be like, why do you have no prior like work experience <laughs> like it was just be like i don't know <laughs> like i think that could be it's really like, funny <laughs> it's like him in a job interview they're like all right so your last job was a paper route in 1982 <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you done with all the time since then what's been going on you just get like a whole montage <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think of what relevant skills he could say for like a guardian thing that could apply to like a real well, job he knows how to work with a team he knows how to problem lead. solving Problem yeah. solving. He doesn't know colors very well with like the chin. That was so funny. <laughs> was I great. love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, there's also, I think, have you guys seen the video where like they're talking about Chris Pratt had like a fake body, like when Nebulas came yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and then like they came in and screamed. <laughs> they just, Chris they was just like, got, what? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> they they oh come in gosh. and scream. <laughs> At the body, I, saw, yeah. I saw one that I really liked was a, uh, someone was like oh so in guardians one the the collector describes the uh the infinity stones and like kind of sets the stage yeah. for the, rest of the mcu like james gunn wrote that in an hour <laughs> james gunn's like dude i wrote it in an hour and a half and i didn't realize it was going to dictate the rest of the mcu for the next yeah. decade <laughs> yeah yeah that's that crazy crazy so funny um all right uh moving on from star lord we've got adam warlock as well I thought it was a really unique take that they did on him. That was, was pretty like funny. A half baked Adam Warlock. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. I love him. Not all there. But yeah, I like that they gave him a second chance. I I thought the first battle, like in the very beginning with him versus all the Guardians, was sick. Like, and I, it was yeah. cool. Like they they weren't like working as a team. They were kind of going one by one. Drax, I felt like held his own for a while against Adam mm -hmm. Warlock. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Drax, all right. I I don't know. I I liked because I think I think some people were upset that like he was kind of more like a comic relief, not like the main villain. Which I guess if you're going in with the expectation that like he's going to be one of the main villains, that would be a little upsetting. But I didn't mind it like at all, really. I like. Oh, he didn't take like a main stage seat because he's you know all powerful adam warlock i love uh -huh. that he wasn't like the solution to the high evolutionary problem and that's like yeah the, the guardians games do you guys mind if i spoil like the story of that no, go for it no I'm it's here. like good. the soul stone takes like the negative part of adam warlock and makes like a copy of him called magus and Nega, it's like oh, negachin <laughs> But uh, oh my god! The whole game is like getting Adam Warlock to defeat Magus, like to battle him. Okay. And uh, so they do, and they win. But then like Magus like takes over Adam Warlock, and it's up to the Guardians then to do it, and they somehow pull it off. And I'm like, I like that. How like you have this all powerful being, but he's not like the reason why you win. Like I don't know. Yeah. I just, it's yeah. not like the the is it not Deus Ex Machina, but just kind of like the fail safe. Like oh, of course, right. of course, we get Adam Warlock. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like how he, that he did take the back seat in this. And Will Poulter was really funny as him. Yeah, he oh, was yeah. great. Yeah, like, yeah. He, uh, I loved him just with the, carrying that creature around like that. He took him in as a pet. <laughs> but also yeah. like when he fights like the the giant like war pig thing, and then like rips his head off. He's like carrying the Carry, pig yeah, head around for like a it? very long time. I was like, this, <laughs> why is he carrying that? It was really funny. So oh my god. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. And then oh, I like how he kind of came around at the end. Uh, we talked about Gamora a bit. Uh, oh, I wanted to mention about Gamora. When I was like very worried when she and Adam Warlock were like on the ship battling, and she, she was like carrying Rocket. She was like lugging him around. I was like, yeah, I was like, like he's really oh injured. Like <laughs> you gotta be careful here. She like folds him the wrong way as she's carrying him, and just like, oh well, directed by George Lucas, I guess. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> and then Sylvester Stallone was also in this, like. Uh, that was really funny. I saw that in the opening credits, yeah. like uh, Sylvester Stallone. I was like, "What?" And like he was. I just thought that was funny. He was back. That was cool. I wonder how much he got paid for this. Out. The thing I love about James Gunn movies is like picking out all of the James James Gunn's friends. Yeah, and just being like, "Yep, yep." I figured you'd be in this. Like Nathan Fillion. Yeah, 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 yeah. So dude. Funny in this. Oh my god. Oh my we god. have one of those guys too. Like, yeah, I get it. We got one of those guys too, and he's like. With an in earshot, he's like, he sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We have one of those guys too, Pat. It's Daniel. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> Whatever we want podcast has one of those guys. You think I'm stupid? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> All right. I want to talk about Nebula. I really liked Nebula in this. Like, I, th- I think her arc out of over all three Guardians films and just over the MCU out of the Guardians cast, I think is my favorite. Like, I, mm-hmm. I really liked her in this. Um, what'd you guys think of her? I loved this moment with her specifically whenever, like, they save Rocket and they get in touch with Nebula and them, and I, she hears yes. Rocket's voice and is yes. just silent. I was, I got like chills in the theater. I'm getting chills thinking about it now. I'm like, Same. that was, yes. that was awesome. I literally, this, this is literally the next note I have, Pat, is my favorite moment of the all of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was that small moment where they're, like they heal Rocket, and then towards the end of the movie, like he comes over the comms and is like, it says like he's back. And once Nebula like realizes that, she like breaks down and like has to take a moment to like regather yeah. herself. And when she realized that Rocket was like okay, and I think it, it just it shows how far both of them have come because like they both were the, kind of the two characters that I think were like pushing people away the mm-hmm. most out of the yeah. whole cast. And and it also like in Guardians two, they were the two that were kind of back at the ship. And so I think that adds to a little bit of their their relationship and how they kind of bonded during that time and i guess beyond into um into now but like it just means so much that the the bond they've both built and uh, yeah i just i loved that moment that that her acting was so good there and that was that was my favorite moment of the whole movie honestly when uh nebula breaks down for a minute Absolutely. yeah because she's just I so love- guarded all the time yeah yeah. I love just like good silence in a movie. Yes. Like it can be used in so many ways. Especially today yeah. in today's day and age of TikTok like retention and like no dead moments. Like it, that was, I really, it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. yeah. One of the notes that one of my Disney professors had when I was learning animation, because it's very important in animation when you're trying to actually portray characters when they're doing, whether it be an emotive motion, uh, like action scene or something like that, or like really anything is you need to have your thinking moments. And that was like, and that could have been referenced to like them, like logically like thinking like, Hey, I just did this thing. How am I going to react to it? Or it's going to be a thing of emotionally. Like emotional beat. And that was like a perfect example of it. So yeah. yeah. 
Totally agree. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up, Pat. Um, did you guys think? I thought there could have been a little bit. I I don't know if this was. Oh, this is gonna be sound weird, especially after I was just like they bond like camaraderie, but like <laughs> I think there could have been a little bit of a romance between uh, Nebula and Rocket potentially. I don't know if it was maybe maybe it wasn't romance. Like maybe it was just like camaraderie like teammates bonding kind of thing but like there were a few times like when she broke down but also when when like they split off towards the end he's like all right neb and i are gonna go steer the ship i was like neb neb you got a little cute nickname for her rocket i see you like where'd that go i've never heard her called neb and she didn't say anything like don't call me she was like all right i'm going with rocket <laughs> like i was like whoa okay i'm here for that i don't know <laughs> she's like i'm going with my coon you know <laughs> uh, do you guys think there could have been a romance there or am i just reading into something that's not there <laughs> I, didn't, I think I didn't you are a little bit that, but- Okay. I would say if anything, it'd be more like a brother or sisterly kind of thing. Yeah, but that's also more because of like the the trauma and like the stuff that they they've both kind of went through in a similar facet in that way. All right, what's the ship name? Uh, Nebkit or Rockula? Rockula. It's got to be Rockula. 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 All right, now I have to ship it because it's such a cool name. Sick. Oh that's my dope. gosh, Rockula. Um, speaking of cool names, we've got Giga Chad Groot in this film. Oh man, yeah. Oh yeah, and then, like. At the end, like in the in the mid credit scene, where he's just yeah. like a massive monster. He was yeah, <laughs> freaking gargantuan. I, I I liked him in this. I, I kind of like took a bit of a backseat and maybe some from some previous films, but just totally fine. Um, he said, "I love you guys." At the end, I thought my, yeah, my dude, I was like, thought he was gonna say like, "You guys are my family," and then we would have been like, "Yeah, Vin Diesel." Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that would have been so funny. <laughs> but yeah, getting Vin Diesel to say family. Yeah. That's the only note I had for Groot. Do you guys have any other Groot thoughts? Anything stand out? I just I like the uh subtle small moment whenever the high evolutionary comes like back into his office and Groot's just standing there and just stares at him for a moment and then just jumps out the window. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you laugh really hard in the theater. <laughs> that was cool when they like glided down. I was like, are they waiting for the ship to like come pick them up? Because I'm like, that's not a good plan. And they, like you grew the wings. I'm like, okay, I guess. That, that could work. You that's, know? A, that's a slightly <laughs> better plan. Not great. It, it was really like Buzz Lightyear. He was falling with style. <laughs> <laughs> and then he used the dude as a break. A really cool way to kill a guy is like using yeah. that guy as the just, break mechanism. Uh, just. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Honestly. I feel like his head would, would have been gone though. Like if this was R rated that like a Deadpool movie or something like that, he would just be. Oh my gosh. The, just speaking about the head, like in the hallway scene when like Nebula's like head gets just like knocked backwards. Oh yeah. Still dude. fighting. I, was I like, love Whoa. that. <laughs> I love that so much. I mean, we should probably talk about that, that scene, the one or no, no sleep. Yeah. I like, what do you guys think of no sleep till Brooklyn? Like as the, the music huge, huge beastie boys fan. Oh yeah. So like too. they landed in the, uh, what was it? It was like the docking bay or whatever, the shipyard. Mm-hmm. And it just went, yeah. Down. Yeah, I just, like started gripping the seat, the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I I'm also a huge BC Boys fan. Like I actually I have two CDs for my dad in my car, and it's and that's it. And I, it's uh one of them is the Sugar Hill Gang, so I can listen to Rappers Delight on loop. And then the other is just a BC Boys album. So I actually played the BC Boys album on the way home from Guardians with my roommate. I was we were like <laughs> just jamming, but um, nice. I I like was kind of surprised they did uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn because I feel like that. I feel like Guardians is known for kind of doing like more obscure music than that. I feel like No Sleep Till Brooklyn is kind of like more mainstream. I didn't really mind it, but I was like, I don't know. I, I kind of I think Brass Monkey could have been cool. I, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but I still I still I still really liked it. Like it was a fantastic scene. 
Yeah, it, it was awesome. Yeah. The action in it was just surreal. It, it just kept going. Yeah, dude, it kept it, going. I was going to say that, yeah. It's those bits where everyone gets their moment to shine, kind of, and like, yeah. show, like, what they bring to the team, but it's also a very good kind of team-up fight where they start, like, fighting with each other. Just good choreography. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, Peter's fighting one person, and then all of a sudden, like, bumps into Drax, they team up on someone, and then just yeah. move on. Like it's yeah. so fluid, yeah. and it just really shows that, like, over the years, they're the a team. Really gone this step. Yeah, because we haven't really seen oh, yeah. that in like in the first movie. We got like the, that big moment, I guess, was like kind of the slow mo walking scene, but they weren't like a huge team until like they all held hands at the end. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, this this one, they were like, oh yeah, these guys are like a team. They know each other's like specialties and stuff, and even Gamora like fit in really well, and because like they still know her fighting style kind of thing. So yeah, that yeah. was cool. Which even uh, you bring it up, James Gunn does so many slow mo walking scenes where it's just everyone yeah. walking towards the camera, and the song is an absolute banger in the background. Yeah. Every like time. every time, <laughs> did it in the Suicide Squad, did it in Guardians One, did it in Guardians Three. Did he do it in Guardians Two? I wouldn't be surprised. Come I think feel of like it. they had to have, but I don't know though because I don't they, it, they, though. they did the slow mo scene when they're walking out of the ship when like rockets upset so it like wasn't the whole team like when they were oh, about to yeah. go and lead, split up the team and like go see ego so technically they were all slow-mo together but like and they were the kinda, chain like, was playing yeah at each other yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 that was great yeah D- daniel did you have any other thoughts about the do you guys have any thoughts about the hallway battle i need to rewatch it again just to like process all the moments i was just like yeah because that's the it. thing it was, just so, it was just again like you said it was non-stop so like you'd like see like the action, like the specific character that's the focus, but then you also get like the little snippets of like what's going on in the back, and then you when we do the transition, like you'd be able to follow and see like oh, now that that guy's taken care of yeah. because of that, and like, it, it, oh. when it went through the guy, oh my yeah, gosh. oh my god, dude, it's so good. Uh, but no, come to think of the camaraderie too that we were saying too, like right before then with the um, not right before, but when it was Quill and Groot with a face off, you know, when, <laughs> when he put out all the guns, it was also yeah. cool seeing that camaraderie there too, and like seeing like. <laughs> Man, like they got this like down. Yeah. Know? So yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that whole battle. Um, I also we haven't talked about Drax and Mantis too much. I kind of lumped them together just because they were kind of like teamed up a lot in this movie. But like, I re- yeah. I like their relationship that's kind of evolved since Guardians Two into the Guardians Holiday Special. I feel like they kind of they didn't take like a backseat on this one, but like I'm glad that they got their moment to shine in the Holiday Special. Agreed. Because that that was cool. I do like that Drax when Mantis goes off on her own at the end. Like Drax kind of breaks down, and that shows. That she's broken through and like means a lot to him. I really appreciated that. And then he freaking dances, dude. Like I was gonna say, yeah, he dances. Like, oh my god. Uh, his dude. his finale of like becoming a dad again. I love that. Like that because he was just so hung up on rage because he lost his daughter in like the first one. Like that is such a good full circle moment. Just so I concur. It's just it's great development across all three movies. The characters keep being challenged and they keep pushing through and persevering. Yeah, I mean, not like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, and Drax's comedy. Dave Bautista is so good as Drax with the comedy. Like, I mean, the the lily pad, and he's like, even my like, he has a poop that looks like a fish. Like, even my poop is capable of creating <laughs> analogies. And analogies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my Dave Bautista. Uh, this is a this is a bit of a an interesting story. I say. So I mentioned I'm a big WWE guy. Uh huh. They had. Uh, do you guys know what the Royal Rumble is? Yes. No. Yeah. So, Daniel, the Royal Rumble, it happens every January, and what it is is two men start in the ring, and then every, like, five minutes, another guy comes down, and you have to throw your opponent over the top rope into the floor, and when both feet hit the floor, they're eliminated, and last man standing uh, wins a title shot at WrestleMania, all right? 
Dang. And so they came to Pittsburgh when I was a kid. So I was like, oh, I want to go see this. And like it was announced, Dave Batista is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Like he's returning. So and Guardians sick. was coming out that summer. So oh I was my like, gosh. Oh, like, let's go. This is great. We get there, and the first match on the card was this guy, Daniel Bryan. And everyone in the crowd was like behind him all the way. And I was like, this guy's yeah. kind of sick. All right. <laughs> and Dave Batista comes in the Rumble, and there's 30 men in the Rumble. We get to number 30, and everyone's starting to do like chanting for Daniel Bryan to come out because he was like white hot. Everyone wanted him to win the Royal Rumble. And then it's not him. He's not in the match. Everyone oh, booed the living shit out of that match. Like oh, the man. booze that up for five minutes. Everyone boos. Dave Batista wins the rumble. Like wins the oh, whole thing wow. to WrestleMania. The booze didn't let up until Dang. everyone left the stadium. Dave Batista was like spitting at people, like flipping them off in the crowd and everything. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. So now I'm seeing him in all these movies. <laughs> He's a really great actor and a really good guy. And my Letterboxd review is always like, every good Dave Batista for- performance gets me one step closer to forgiving him for the 2014 Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I felt robbed. I'm like Dang. my favorite wrestler. <laughs> Dang. Wow. Well, Dang, sorry dude. about that. <laughs> it's just funny because then like a few months later, I went and saw Guardian six times because I loved him so yeah. much again. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay, he made up for it a little bit. He's earned my respect just a tad. <laughs> when he tricks Mantis on to get you the motorcycle, like we're just gonna ride oh back to the God, ship, yeah. right, right uh, over there. Yeah. I loved the uh, the what was it, the nuts scene, where she's oh, like, maybe oh, I want yeah. the Zark not, and he's like, too bad they're gone, and then immediately <laughs> he eats one. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then I mean, they kind of go back and forth, like they each rag on each other because she makes that guy fall in love with him and i thought that was so funny he like just yeah. like rolls his eyes he's like oh my god like he like this has been done so many times before like not again like it's just so funny and that actor that makes was you think, really good I, i'd love for that to be like a short or like a like a little thing to where they have like all of the people that are in love with drax come together <laughs> it's like a guardians valentine's day or something <laughs> and they have their own wrestlemania to determine who's gonna oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> yeah oh my god that'd be so crazy i'm excited do you think we'll see mantis again like where do you guys think she's gonna go i i, I kind of say no i don't think we'll see her again uh-huh. i gotta think the only one who's gonna uh, maybe like we'll see her briefly i think the only one who's gonna have a continuation of their story is star lord yeah it's the only one i could see have well we told we were told we'll see him again but yeah i kind of think like maybe like we'll get like rocket appears here and there you know maybe mantis mm-hmm. shows up but like i don't think like we're gonna get like a full fleshed out storyline with her again like get like a check-in yeah it's kind of sad that just like it's over like i'm, I'm i was I really know. sad when they all split up. i was like dang like i don't i don't know what the next marvel movie that's coming out that i'm like kind of really excited for like like this one I, this this felt like the last one of like an, a bygone era i don't know i just yeah. marvel has been doing it for yeah. me lately so I, I've been saying, like, this was kind of like me bowing out. Like, it started yeah. with Guardians 1 for me. I love that movie. And then uh, these past few have just been so, I don't know, lifeless. And yeah. so, uh, yeah. Guardians 3, I'm like, this is, this is the perfect time for me to say my farewells and just Dang. You know, get everything in order. Dang, dude. Because, uh, I, I don't know, Jake, I might have told you this whenever we were at this party a month ago, but Daniel, mm-hmm. I saw Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I had, like got called off work one day, and I saw it in theaters. I was like, "Sure, I'll see Ant Man." And I struggled when I first moved into this apartment with an ant infestation. 
and uh, oh, I defeated it. Your bathroom has ants. No, no, the kitchen. The kitchen. No, I'm, I'm making oh. a joke. Oh, 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 for this. Yeah, no. no, we don't have ants in this room. But it was such a mess. Like I, mur- I probably killed five thousand ants this year alone. Wow. It, it was brutal Damn. how many I, I killed. But uh, Jeez, I think you did tell me about that. Ants I don't crazy. hear them. I don't hear them for months. I don't see an ant or anything. I'm like, we're good. Great. I go, I see Ant-Man, I leave, I feel kind of bummed because I really like Ant-Man and I'm like, dang, that wasn't that good. I get home and I see all the ants again. I return to my apartment right after my screening of Ant-Man. I like throw like my wallet onto the couch and I'm like, fuck Kevin Feige, (laughs) fuck (laughs) Ant-Man. That was the last one. I love how, how, like, your perceptions of these movies, like, are so tied to just, like, external events that keep happening, like, WrestleMania, or, like, the Royal Rumble, and, like, this, the investigation. That's funny. But, you know, it's a a happy way to live the life. Yeah. Oh, Um, man. I was going to say, oh, one thing I did want to talk about was... Yeah. I'm, like, I'm a big, like, sci-fi fan. I love, like, all sci-fi movies, all sci-fi books. I really love how inventive and creative and and just vibrant the uh cosmic side of marvel feels i completely agree and that was all james gunn because before that it was just i remember like i keep thinking back to the scene in avengers when like loki goes off world to talk to the chitauri like yeah that was just so bland like looked like a set and then guardians came out and just changed everything but like yes i completely agree sorry you you yeah (laughs) no you're good it's just so cool. Like, take Star Wars, for example. I love Star Wars. I love it just as much as the next guy. But I'm, I want to like rip my hair out at so many like planets that the Mandalorian goes to. And it's just like another tribe in a desolate planet. Yeah. Like, this time yeah. it's in a forest, this time it's in the desert. But like, God forbid they go to a town, like a planet that has an actual civilization. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, it just feels so much more unique that way. What else? Oh, yeah. All right. So back to tank with, uh, I want to talk about Cosmo the dog also. Um, oh yeah, Cosmo. Would be very upset. I I liked Cosmo the dog in this, but like my roommate was so sad every time she was called bad dog. Like he just got so sad, and then that came around and Craglin. Yeah, he, he also had a good arc, um, like with the whole whistle thing. But then he said good dog, so that was cool. Good job, Cosmo. I like that addition that they got more to do. I uh, it's a bit of a funny story. After I got out of the movie, I got a call from work. They were like, "Hey, we have a dog in our office." And they're yeah. like, hey, can you go feed the dog? I'm like, sure. So I drive an hour out to the office. Oh my god. I get gosh. there. I feed the dog and she's eating it. And like she stopped eating. So I went to like shake her bowl and I go to like grab it and she like bit my hand. And oh I was like, gosh. bad dog. Uh, I was like, crackling right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was start, like dude, so where like, are all these <laughs> external events? What the fuck? You know, <laughs> it's happening. I was just like, I was disciplining the dog, just like saying bad dog. She's like bowing her head. And I'm like, ah, now I feel really yeah. bad. Take it back. I'm Take like, it back. I hear her Russian accent in my yeah. head. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I feel like this oh, animal man. or this uh, movie is going to help. Hopefully people will be kinder to all sorts of animals. Like <laughs> it has to. I don't know. Yeah, honestly. I just love like the, the concept of Cosmo. Just a Russian dog who was blasted into space and just yeah. got. Uh, how did she get telekinesis? Do we know? I don't know if she like went went through some wormholes, maybe some yeah. Fantastic Four like thing. I don't know. Probably yeah. It, it's, I don't it's, know. it's absolutely explained in the comics, but we need yeah. that in the movie. But 
Yeah. I thought it was funny, like, I, I don't know why, but, like, when she, like, in the very beginning is, like, making fun of Kraglin and, like, du- like concentrates and uses her abilities to, like, make the rock move around, I looked like she was, like, really, con- maybe I just read it wrong, but it looked like she was, like, really concentrating hard to make just that small pebble, so I was like, okay, her power level's, like, not that crazy, and then, like, two days later, she's, like, holding the two ships together, I was like, what? When did that happen? <laughs> God was tight. Yeah. God was awesome. <laughs> What did you, was there anything you guys like didn't like about this? I'm just curious. Um, Not gonna lie, I I still liked it, but it was kind of weird when Gamora out of nowhere just uncalled for started peeling off the evolutionary's mask. Oh, wow. like <laughs> why are you doing that? Like that's kind of. <laughs> I will say, if I saw one of the flaps dangling, peeling it off, I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I'm <laughs> like, I saw like a thing on a podcast the other day. It was talking about a bird box that. Uh-huh. Um, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and, yeah. And they're like, if news came out that there was a monster that if you looked at it would kill you, I'd be so dead because I'd be like, maybe just like a peak won't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like way too. I'm like I have to know, so I I would absolutely peel that off. Gotcha. So uh-huh. you wouldn't do well with Medusa. And also, I just thought about something. Yeah. So they didn't kill the High Evolutionary because like, no, I'm one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's why yada yada yada. But like. The ship still blew up. Yeah. So they So they indirectly didn't they still It's like it's like in the it's like in Batman Begins where he's like, I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to save you, and he flies out of the subway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It's even darker to not like kill him right then and there. They're like, Yeah, we'll just leave him to suffer until he dies. To suffocate in space. Yeah, literally. That's yeah. what I was yeah. saying. Like, like, cool. That's kind of like morbid if you think about it. Like yeah <laughs> yeah what, what is there anything you didn't like that i kind of like really think it just like it didn't really like the first one i think the first one was better than the third um, yeah. i think the third was better than the second and i think the reason why is because okay. just kind of like the individual characteristics interacting and sort of eventually becoming a family mm-hmm. was just a much fluently and better told story <laughs> yeah but <laughs> third where they're already established and it's them just kind of like getting over these hurdles and kind of wrapping up their story it wasn't as i keep saying fluid but it wasn't as like connected if you ask me like a lot of the time it kind of jumped around a bit like all of a sudden you're in a rocket flashback and then you're back yeah. to the main story and it's like it yeah. wasn't like a bad thing per se yeah. but it wasn't done as well as in the first one was right i i got i get that i feel like i can agree to that I, yeah. i've heard some people i've talked to only two people like in person besides my roommates but two people in person that i didn't see the movie with like two of my co-workers and they both said they didn't like it i was really surprised and like the one guy i was like what didn't you like about it and like he is just kind of like an awkward guy and he was just like i don't know and i was like well like specifically like what didn't you like but he's like i don't know i just didn't like it and he just kind of like left and i was like okay well i'm not taking that that criticism like like (laughs) and then my other buddy that he said that uh he he, it's feel like it dragged on a bit and like didn't enjoy like the pacing of it too much and i was like i can maybe see that but i can maybe see that because like the past two guardians movies have like jokes every couple minutes that mm-hmm. like kind of keep you engaged whereas this one was more focused on the character rather than the humor yeah so it doesn't feel quite as i guess witty and like it's not just like bam 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 like it, it right. was a much more emotionally driven story and as long as yeah. you're along for that ride it's a very very good movie but uh, yeah. if you're there for the jokes it's not quite the same yeah sorry going back to what you said about um like the design of space 
and just like how unique it is from Star Wars. I didn't, I never really thought about that comparison, but that is true. But like I really liked the like freaking meat planet, like the organic planet. I really liked just that whole design, and also inside like the the like sorting um, system they had, like the the organic fleshy like uh file mm-hmm. cabinet i thought that was really cool like when it would like get the ball to come down like i, I really like that like design just all of that yeah awesome. yeah and that was rat catcher too from the suicide squad oh, oh yeah oh, yeah sure yeah she played that person because i remember she was cast and everyone kept predicting she was going to be like uh this one specific character i forget who it was but t- james gunn kept being like no it, she's she's just in the movie she's not playing yeah. like any important character and everyone's like no yeah no. <laughs> yeah i think this is also just interesting just stepping outside the movie again like this is like a weird movie to come out because it's it's like good for marvel that they have another hit but the guy who made it a hit is now going to run DC. So it's this is basically like one ad for DC, which is like kind of weird. Like this gives me a lot of hope for DC seeing that James Gunn, because I mean, all I know James Gunn can do like dramatic moments, but the other two, like you said just now, Pat, were like really more comedy centric, like central and a lot of like wits and jokes. And this one, like when Rocket died, I like felt that like, w- like he died and then like came back. But like when Peter Quill, like freaking screamed out i was like holy crap like it, it proved to me again that like james gunn can do deep emotional moments as well um yeah. and so like i'm excited for dc it's just like a weird movie like marvel wants it to do well but like now he's going to do to run dc so like it gives me hope for dc but like it's just it's a weird position to be in i feel like it really is like it's kind of sad when the one movie that you have come out in yeah. the past two years that is like widely regarded as really good is written and directed by the guy who is now running your competition your biggest competitor yeah <laughs> yeah very true i i think about in a different perspective yeah because if anything it's, it's 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 just raising the bar if you think about it like mm-hmm. if you know you have somebody who's able to lead teams and be able to produce a product that's to that tier right that everyone can regard as like being like top tier i think it's going to be pushing other people to now again try to achieve that as well if not better I hope so, so, and I really hope so. I'm just worried that Marvel is not going to meet that bar, and I hope, yeah. I really hope they do. But their past track record for the past two years, like Pat said, like hasn't given me much hope. But I really, I, t- I totally do agree. agree with you. Then I hope that that raises yeah. the bar. Oh man, and how Blade is like just going through a development mess yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, baby, baby, baby. it's it's not looking too good. What do you guys think about the Marvels? That's that's the next one coming up. Yeah. I think the concept is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer doesn't look too bad, but I'm also like, I don't know, Green Lantern trailer number two was really good, and that movie sucked, <laughs> so like, I, I don't trust trailers. Yeah. The only thing I'm like really looking forward to Marvel-wise is uh, the X-Men. I, I, yes. Oh, and the Fantastic Four. I I'm love looking forward to Deadpool 3. I hope that's yeah. good. Especially oh, since yeah, they opened the, the, the door to F-bombs, like that's... You know, like oh yeah. I think the last thing I want to talk about about this movie was the last post-credit scene, the new Guardians. Do you think that'll lead to anything? Maybe because when I think I saw a tweet from James Gunn that was like, "This isn't. This is like the last of this iteration of the Guardians. Like you'll never mm. see this group together again." So I really think it's uh, definitely possible for uh, them to keep going with like a new franchise. Yeah, and it's just like especially because like that one little girl just has powers. Yeah. 
was like, oh, okay, maybe well, see, like, we'll find out what that means. Like, we didn't need to I'm pretty know. sure she's from the comics. She might be from Probably. the, like, in the comics original run of the Guardians, yeah. but I, I could be totally wrong on that. Yeah. But, yeah. I wonder who's going to direct that. Those are huge shoes to fill. The only it's person... Me. It's I'm you. Me. You got it. <laughs> I'm going to say, if they get, like, Edgar Wright, I think Edgar Wright could, like, oh. really kind of capture that, like, zany feel, but in a different way. That would be cool, after the Ant-Man fiasco and yeah. everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe not then. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot he was on Ant Man originally. Yeah. All right. Well, I I have a few rankings I want to he- hear you guys talk about. So we talked about we ranked the villains. Did we rank? Mm-hmm. I want you guys to rank the three Guardians movies, like just themselves, not the villains, but just the movies overall. I think you you guys might have mentioned it before. Like, yeah, like, I th- I think we can all agree one three two. Yeah. Wait. What? Wait. Okay. Wait. Sorry. One three two. Okay. I don't think two is bad. I I think two. Oh, is, I don't think it was bad. I don't know. I don't think it was bad. It was good, but it's just not as good as the other ones. Yeah, I think yeah, because they split up the team, so I, I might have to default at points on that. But like, it was still really good. But yeah, I think one three two sounds good to me. Yeah, it's the way I described it was like one is amazing, two is good, three is great. You know, yeah. it's different yeah. variations of quality. I think one also because it was such a shock factor, like it wasn't supposed to do well, and and like everyone mm-hmm. kind of wrote it off. Also gives it so much cred, like it wasn't supposed yeah, yeah. to work. Um, I mean, also just the fact that it was like a whole new window into this, not only in the Marvel, like that whole side of the little universe, but like it was just the way it was done was completely different than anything else before at that time. So yeah, okay, but now with the conclusion of Guardians three, we now have a bunch of trilogies in another trilogy added to the MCU. So I want to hear, I want you to rank the MCU trilogies. What is your, I'm going to go least favorite to favorite. What is your ranking of the MCU trilogies? Okay. So what should we do with like the Avengers and Thor? I think we can exclude Let's say solo trilogies, like solo movie trilogies. And for Thor, just don't include Thor four. The four. Oh, four, okay. <laughs> and so we're just completely disregarding Avengers then in this case. Yeah, so so it's just the players in this list are Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Spider Man, Ant Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, Guardians is one for me. Ah, uh, oh, okay. That's pretty good. I I have my kind of rank. I think. Yeah, here you you, you go ranking. and then you break like, us through logic. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll we'll I'll go, go bottom to top. So my least favorite, I think, is gonna be Ant Man. It's nothing against Ant Man. I I think the first one was decent and it was a good heist movie. I, it, the others are better, and I I didn't like Ant Man three that much. Uh, Ant Man two was okay. Uh, my next one, oh, it pains me to do this, but I might put. Oh my gosh, this is really tough. It's I thought between, you said you already had your list. No, I did. I, 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 it's between <laughs> Iron Man and Thor. I think I'm gonna say Thor, just because Thor two brings it down a lot thor 3 carries so hard uh, yeah. that i have yeah. to give it cred and it should it's like it's it's like a big gap between ant-man and and thor okay just <laughs> know that mm-hmm. um and but, but like the first one is decent it was my first makeout movie so i'm trying to like exclude that from my judgment but it is elevating it a bit for me and then, but thor 2 <laughs> just like wasn't great um and then thor 3 carried hard but so my next one then i'm gonna say iron man it's not like it's a solid trilogy. I think Iron Man one carries that one a lot. Iron Man two was okay. I, I actually like Iron Man three also. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people don't, but I really like Iron Man three. So I I think Iron Man three is like top five MCU movies. 
Really? I love that movie. I really? love that wow. movie. I loved that movie take. since I saw it. I it, that is one of my favorite. I rewatched it a couple like a year ago, and my review on Letterboxd was just like, if you don't think this is peak MCU, you're objectively wrong. That movie is yeah. so good. I I think it gets a lot of undeserved hate, so I, I agree with you. So my number three, I think I'm gonna say Spider Man. I think Spider Man is the most. But I'm before Guardians. Like I think it's the most solid trilogy we've had. Like where like they're all really good. Like I think the it's a good Spider-Man story. I think just because I know there's been so many other Spider-Man stories before it, and like the Toby, like I love the Toby Maguire Spider-Man. So I think knowing that that is what it could have been, and like Tom Holland was just like slightly a tier below in my mind. So I think that's why I'm putting it here. Um, but it's still really good. I just love overall all three of them were so solid. Tom Holland's great. Then my next one is Captain America. Just mm-hmm. because I love the Winter Soldier and Civil War so much and Cap One, like it's still really good in my mind. Like it's it's just like a good movie, and then the other two were just like great movies. So like I just I forget and Captain America is like my favorite MCU character, so that elevates it as well. And the Winter Soldier is awesome first Rooster Brothers. And then my I think my number one, I'm gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy, honestly. That it's like, it's it's the best collection. They're all so good, I think. But it's really close between one and two, honestly. I, I have my ranking. Yeah, and it's not interesting. It's it's pretty similar to yours, Jake. Can, wait, can you go online. bottom to top? Is that cool? Bottom to top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ant Man's bottom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love I love Ant Man one and two. I know that's like a hot take because when I saw Ant Man two, it was just such a good experience with my friends. Yeah. And we still to this day like talk about the scene where he's shrunk down in like the kid's sweatshirt and the guy goes, Hey, do you have a hall pass? And then the music just like changed to this like goofy synth as he just like hobbled away. <laughs> we were like crying in the theater laughing at that. Like that was yeah. just such a I, I love Ant Man too, but the third one. You yeah. guys know I don't like you guys know my reasoning. They already said yeah. but because your ant infestation. Uh, the ant infestation. Next, I'm putting Thor, much like yeah. Jake. I uh, Thor one, I thought was really boring. I liked it more than I thought on a rewatch last year. Yeah, but, you didn't um, like the Dutch angles? Come on! <laughs> oh yeah, right. That's directed by Gilderoy Lockhart from I know. Harry Potter. So that yeah. like that blew my mind when I found that out. Uh, Thor two, I already forget what happened. Like I can't tell you a single thing about that. Then after that is after Thor is Spider Man. Oh, I, okay. I really like coming. I thought Far From Home was a lot of fun. I really Far From Home, right? Yeah, Far From Home. No way. No, it's No it's, Way Home's the is the third one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I really like No Way Home. I did. I really don't like Far From Home. Okay. I really don't. It, it, whenever I watched it again, I was like, Peter doesn't do anything. Okay. Everyone kind of tells him what to do, and then he just like That's true. Follows, like what they he do, like he, yeah. a little bit. Even like at the end, whenever he is going to fight Mysterio, he has to like get a pep talk from Happy, and it's like Peter, you can make the you're an adult. No, he's not an adult, but yeah, I don't know. It's just with great power comes great responsibility. But first, you have to check with a supervised adult. Like, okay, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I, uh, I like Mysterio after, in that one though. That I do like his points. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, for me, I I really do like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And then I'm putting Iron Man. I don't like the first one as much as people. Uh, really, I wow. think the movie kind of really drops after the cave scenes. Okay. But, uh, the cave moments are so well done. Yeah. That I'm like, I still think it's like a like a four out of five movie. Like I yeah. really like it. Yeah. 
But Iron Man 2, it's just, it's fine. And then Iron yeah. Man 3, I will fight to the death. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, then I'm having Captain America. Mm-hmm. First one's good. Second one took me 23 years to watch. What? <laughs> I went to see it uh, on a date with this girl in middle school. But this guy we knew kind of third wheeled us. So the whole time her and I just talked and I didn't pay attention. And <laughs> last year I like sat down and actually watched it. I was like, oh, oh my oh, God, this is a really good movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> my favorite one. That's yeah, so I was funny. like, oh, wow. All right. Brothers know what's up. And then the war is really good. And then Guardians of the Galaxy was third. Because I just feel like, I don't know. I love James Gunn. I love uh, Slither. This horror yeah. movie, I really love that movie. Yeah. I just think he's just, I don't know, a lot of his characters just feel alive and are just fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Daniel. Daniel, you've had, you've had a couple minutes so, to come up with the ranking. So you two have like really similar lists, except for what? The Iron Man and The Spider-Man? Iron Man and Spider-Man Switch. I think that's the only one switched. I, yeah, yeah. I agree with Pat. I was actually, th- I, before Pat even said I was like, you know what? I actually put Spider-Man below... I, I, it's pretty much the same thing. You uh, might have swayed me, honestly. Because, I, I also am, sorry, I just, I'm, obviously, you talk about sway, but, like, I might switch Cap and, like, Guardians are close to me. Like, I could, it could flip-flop yeah. depending on the day, like, depending which but, one I've watched yeah. last. I think because I just watched Guardians, I'm thinking that, but, like, if I watch Cap, it might flip-flop. But, yeah, sorry, Daniel, you were saying. Agree. No, 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 so, I, I, I totally get that, too. I feel like I'm also in the same boat with that as well. But it's, because they're, they're both just high quality, like, all throughout. Yeah. Like those, the top two there. But when it comes to like Spider Man, I don't know. Like I, like I like Tom Holland's portrayal. Like I think he does a good job with the character. But again, I totally agree with Pat. Where it's just like he's not the one taking charge of like doing the doing his stuff. Mm. He was more so in Homecoming when he's like trying yeah. to prove himself yeah. to Tony. But well, like, that might be the next trilogy. Like I feel like that's that's what I'm that's what I'm excited for. Is what, his I'm very now. excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. that he's like actually on his own. But everything yeah. now up, up until then. Yeah, has been kind of like, yeah, we get sad Peter, and everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting him depressed. I wish I, had, I wish I had someone who loved me as much as everyone in humanity loves when Peter Parker's depressed. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But no, but like no, in all sincerity, like that's when you get to see like, you know, character of Peter Parker, not even just Spider Man, but Peter Parker, have to like really question and fight with himself and. Have they go and determine like what is the right course of action? Yeah, you know? and I think that's really what is going to be seen a lot more in future films. But I don't think we really saw that to its potential in uh, the three or four you got. So with that said, I think the Iron Man movies are better. It's okay. very interesting to see that you didn't like Iron Man one that much, Pat. It's not that I don't like it. I feel like me saying I don't like it is a bit of hyperbole on my part. I don't like it. It's that if this is where like the line sits of like it's okay, like it's a completely like fifth like. 50 50 good bad i think the cave scene like everything in the cave like the beginning of the movie is up here and then i think the rest of the uh-huh. movie is like here like i still mm. think it's good okay so you think it's I still think, good like it's just... i still think it's good i just think the quality yeah. really drops after you gotcha. leave the cave yeah i feel that right no i can understand that i can get that yeah i i just i'm a, I'm a dramatic guy so i'm like mm-hmm. iron man one's not good i'm different <laughs> <laughs> There weren't enough ants in my apartment to swim me otherwise. <laughs> I literally, you can see if you, I don't know if you guys use Letterboxd, I keep bringing it up, but on my review, on my like diary in Letterboxd, you could see Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, two out of five stars. And it's just like, I'm so tired. I'm so very, very tired. And then like three <laughs> minutes later, you see it drops down to one. And I'm like, this movie 
sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not their fault either. It's the worst yeah. part. But no, mm-hmm. Kevin Feige saw that review and then he rushed back to your apartment and just dropped off. He a, called like, Ant-Man on you, dude. Pants. <laughs> Kevin Feige shows up like in a gas mask, puts one on me. He's like, "We're solving this together." <laughs> Oh my god! No, I was saying Kevin Feige is like the one who dropped off. He saw your review, and then before you got Drop home, we came in and dropped off the ass. <laughs> this will teach him. <laughs> yeah, this will show him. Oh man! Um, my like final wrap up thoughts uh, is I feel like this felt like the old MCU that I like appreciated, but it felt like the closing of a chapter. Like um, yeah, it, I'm really sad that it's done, but I'm glad that we got it. It was like a good finale to this era, like a very cool story like marvel itself has like a great story like i was like at the mcu like getting started like it it was this bankrupt company that wasn't supposed to work and had so many doubters and haters and then it's like really cool that they were able to come together make iron man and start building this franchise and then within that guardians was like even more of like uh something that wasn't supposed to work and then it really worked so it's just it's cool the underdog story yeah it all came together and i'm sad that it's done but happy that it happened the group of renegades yeah. coming together against all odds and overcoming it. Like, yeah, that's what the movie's about, what actually happened. Yeah. Very, very fitting end. Yes, Who knows? Other... Might get a Zorg nut on the way. <laughs> Might get a Zorg nut. Do you guys have any other final thoughts on Guardians? It, it, was, it was a very fitting end of the story. They finished the story, and uh, it's time to move on. Bigger and yeah. better things. Yeah. I don't Damn. know. I really liked it. Oh, oh, oh yeah. sorry. I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. So glad that we finally got an MCU movie where the main character didn't have a struggle where they wanted to kill the villain, but whenever they get a chance to, they're like, no, I'm better than that. They still kind of had that with Rocket, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't Rocket like being like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Never yeah. mind. Like, yeah, <laughs> never mind. I got, yeah. Uh, that's just like my biggest MCU pet peeve. It's yeah. just like that trope, but. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Rapo Foss. Um Family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what but I just it was a really good movie, man. It was a really good time. I think that's something that through it all is that that's a vibe that I feel like we need to get back into for, for the future of the MCU and even DC. It's just movies that genuinely feel good to watch. Alright. Uh well, that's our Guardians spoiler review and reaction. Pat, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate you hopping on, being our Guardians expert. Do you have anything you'd like to plug or promote before you head out? Yeah, you know what? Sure. Uh, check me out on TikTok at Rad Catholic Dad. I make goofy things there occasionally. Yeah. Uh, you might have seen a few of them yourself. The, the Minion or, one. I saw the minion one get scared during <laughs> Fright Night. Jenna Ortega yeah. one's my biggest one. I actually, I really hate that one. But oh, really? It blew Which... up so much. So I'm like, yeah. it's like Jenna Ortega at the Wednesday premiere. And she goes, I'm going to flash somebody. I swear to God. And then it just cuts to me. And all my friends are holding me back. And I'm like, please. <laughs> 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 oh, <my God. laughs> After I was like, oh, I kind of don't like that. I'll, I'll just take it down. And I saw it had like 3 million views at that point. And I was like, okay, maybe not. <laughs> so the numbers got to my head. But yeah, check me out on TikTok. I don't have anything else to plug. I mean, go to YouTube, Partrick. I'm I'm, pro- I'm thinking about uploading stuff there soon. I want to make documentary content. You can cut this out. That's just me talking. No, that's cool. Shit, but what, what do you make? What, yeah. what do you make documentary content about? I'm, I'm reading this book right now. 
called Ringmaster Vince McMahon and the Unmaking of America. It's the oh, guy who shit. owns the WWE, and he's the biggest scumbag on planet Earth. Like, really? one of the worst humans alive. Actually, a, a vehemently awful man. Absolutely vile. I hate wow. him so much with every fiber of my being. And they wanted to make a uh, bi- uh, biopic about his life with Bradley Cooper playing him. And he actually got the production shut down. He holds so much power in America. Because wow. he, he's such a bad person, but he keeps it so buried that I'm like, I kind of just want to make like a YouTube doc. Just wow. highlighting yeah, like, like here's how much this guy sucks. Doc. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Pat. Yeah, we'll uh, see you the next time where we have you on for either Guardians, Guardians or... 4. You got his four or like Lord of the Rings 12, whatever comes out next. I don't know. <laughs> See you around. Thanks for having me, guys. Boosh, here we are. Next section. Thank you again, Pat. Please, everyone, check out his links. will all be in the description. Please check him out. Such a cool dude. And actually, I'm really excited to see that uh, like YouTube um, documentary. Yeah, dude, I had no doing. idea he was doing that. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. All right. You ready to jump into uh, – we kind of did a bunch of rankings. So are you just ready to jump into the patron shoutouts? Yeah. Hit me with a – Cue the Epic Star Wars music. Boosh got patron Lori, Frank, Rick, Lisa, Evan, Tony. Thank you so much for pledging the tier. This gets you to do the shout out. If you'd like to support us over on Patreon, link is down in the description. You get the audio episode early. Special benefits, cool perks, a lot of jazz, and more. Thank you seriously, sincerely, for Patreon supporters. Ready to jump into cool comments? Yeah. Who's saying stuff about us this time? So, Josh McIntyre on our last episode on our Minecraft mods actually like saw Guardians of the Galaxy like really early, I guess. They said, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 episode soon, question mark. It was such an emotional movie that I really loved. Ending was cool. Not sure how it would be watching it a second or third time. Thought I'd get my thoughts in before the episode lull. So I don't know. I think, I think Josh might be in Australia. So maybe when he saw it Wednesday, where was it Thursday, their time maybe? So maybe that's how he saw it early or maybe just came out earlier wherever he lives. But he like posted that on like Tuesday or Wednesday. And I was like, what? How have you seen the movie? <laughs> that's cool. I, I like saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It was such an emotion. I was like, what? Spoilers now? <laughs> but no, he didn't. Or they didn't spoil it, which I appreciate. Uh, yeah. That's cool that you saw it early. But yeah, that, that was our thoughts. Um, I, I agree that like it was an emotional movie that I also really loved. I, I haven't seen it a second, third time. Like, I, I want to see it a second or third time. Like, I'm not exactly. sure how it would be different. It's actually just James Gunn, like, commenting on our stuff <laughs> as Cuckleberry Finn. I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anywho. Yeah, but thanks for the comment, Josh. Yeah. Ready to jump into the introduction? Uh, yeah, tell me when. When? We just talked about what we want to talk about, and now we're done. <laughs> Thank you, seriously, sincerely, for listening. Really appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Goodbye. Goodbye.